Hello and welcome to episode 39 of a podcast, Smart Consulting Sourcing, the podcast about consulting procurement. My name is Hélène and I'll be your host today. Each week, I'll give you the keys to better use, manage and source consulting services. This week, I'll discuss how to streamline your sourcing process so you can have more time for things you love. Last week, I explained how to better manage consulting projects. When you're buying services, and in particular, intangible services like consulting, the bulk of the work comes after the procurement process has ended. You have to monitor and manage the outcomes of the project, but you also have to manage the project itself. Sourcing the right consultants is important, but so is putting them in the right conditions to deliver. Too many consulting projects fail because the client is not managing them properly. But this week, I'd like to talk about a few methods that can make the sourcing process way more effective. So are you ready? Here is how you build a perfect sourcing process with little margin for error. Number one, you have to get the NDA as the assurance. So this simple agreement with your consulting providers can go a long way in protecting you and your business by keeping the information you share confidential. Request an offer NDA to be signed at the start of your conversations. It's really surprising to see that only two-thirds of companies use NDS systematically when buying consulting services. Even the preliminary discussion with a consulting firm can contain confidential information that you don't want to end up in your direct competitor's lap. So we can argue that the people you choose to work with have business ethics, but don't forget that they sell their knowledge of the industry and benchmark. So you know that procurement is about bargaining power. And with that said, you want it to be on the buyer side. So you need to leverage this bargaining power. You own the budget. The consultants want to work for you. So now it's up to you to clearly define the rules and show that you are in control of the process. So you have to use your conditions and your legal materials. So there are many advantages to work with familiar consultants. But sometimes the savings are not worth the time and energy spent in organizing the competition among your prospective consultants. So you have to use the competition when it's relevant. And when it's done, don't do it. Save your time. So let me give you four scenarios where there's no need for competition. So let's imagine you have a small project where both the cost and the risk are low. In that case, you don't really need to launch a competition unless you really want to keep your existing consulting supplier on their toes or reduce the fees. And in that case, also work on the reference checking to make sure that they perform well. For small projects, an effective approach can also be to ask your consultant to design their proposal to your target budget. Second scenario, you are in a project where the skills required are very niche and unique. And you know you might not be able to find more than one or two potential suppliers. So in that case, there's no point in opening a large competition with multiple consultants without proper expertise. So like for a small project, make sure your provider has worked on the matter before and has worked on similar projects successfully. Now let's have a look at sequels of previous projects. If you're satisfied with the performance of your consulting provider, and that and you're sure that they have the right skills for the sequel, 
then it might save you time and energy to work with them. This does not prevent you from being very attentive to the fees and to ask for the same competitive rates as they offer during phase one. In case of continued resistance, just set up a reduced competition. It should be enough to bring back fees in the realm of reason. Now let's look at the trickiest situation. When you're in a rush, you might not have the time to organize a competition. So be mindful of the risks you're taking. If they're too high, maybe you should compare them to a risk you would take in postponing the project to prepare for a decent competition. If that's not the case and you're already having the radar a decent consulting provider with the right skills, then you should go for it with the max budget in mind. So evaluating consulting proposal is not easy. And it's really important to decide who will be the main person involved and the criteria you'll be using. But improving proposals evaluation is a key lever to improve your sourcing process. So here are three key elements that you can use. First thing is to apply the right criteria. So if your teams have followed the best practices to write an RFP for consulting services, they should have defined a first list of criteria. Besides, there are some other criteria that could be integrated into decisions such as ethics, transparency, conflict of interest, etc., etc. So build a list of mandatory criteria and then suggest a list of additional criteria that can also be used when writing RFPs. The goal here is to give your teams guidelines that they can refer to when they're building RFPs. The next element is to gather the right team. One of the key success factors for a consulting project is to get the buy-in of the main stakeholders. And involving them since the inception of the project is a smart move to get both the best consulting firm and your teams on board. So to help your teams internally to build the right team, you need to define guidelines depending on the type of project. So large projects might need to be examined by finance, procurement, strategy, and business line, while smaller projects may only need business line and a local procurement team. Next point is ranking, scoring, weighting. It's a common process. So if you have tried to make the decision-making process as objective as possible, you have defined criteria to evaluate the proposal. Now you need to rank your proposal on this criteria. So if you have mandatory criteria, you might want to associate with mandatory weights to avoid the workarounds. And finally, define how the total score will be calculated and the ranking made. Don't forget that this exercise is about compromising and finding the best option for the company and the different stakeholders. And finally, you have to check references. So I said it was important when you don't organize in competition, but to be honest, it's important in any case. So your, your reference has to be relevant to your project. So if you launch a supply chain project, you really don't care if the consulting firm has done some marketing work. Even within your industry or a large well-known company, the reference from your brother-in-law will not be sufficient. You want them to show that they've done similar projects successfully in your industry. But the reference have to be fresh, recent. If you look at some proposal, the consultants have worked with the most well-known companies globally. But when you dig a little bit, 
That was 10 to 15 years ago. What does that say of their current performance? Mm, not much. So you want reference from projects that took place in the last five years at most. So one of the points in the reference that is often overlooked is that you need those references to be about the team that is in your proposal. The consulting firm had work on similar project last year, with, but with another partner, not the one in the proposal. Is it important? Yes. What you want is the best thing possible for your project. The partner or project manager in charge needs to have led or at least participated in the project that are given as references. Don't forget that the success of consulting projects is very dependent on the personality and the knowledge of the consultant in charge. So you see that consulting sourcing is not rocket science. It's very similar to other procurement categories. The trick is really to know what part of the process are important and make sure that you do them very well. Well, that's it for today. Next time, I'll explain how people shape the consulting industry and your perspective. In the meantime, if you have any questions or want to learn more about Consulting Quest, just send an email at elaine.lafitte with two Fs and two Ts at consultingquest.com. You can also have a look at our website, smartconsultingsourcing.com, to know more about our book and download free templates and guides to improve your consulting sourcing. Bye and see you next week. Au revoir.